Hannah Kim. And I'm Johnny Poricha. And welcome to the 51st episode of the Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we will be catching you up on our lives. Yeah, so if that sounds fun, stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Even Little Things podcast. And as you know, uh, summer is unfortunately coming to a close. I really, I always hate like saying that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like every summer I say this, but it just goes by so fast. Like we are in four days, we have officially ended our um, summer. I know. Um, And so Duani and I are going back to school and our school actually made it like even earlier this year than it has ever been. So that's been really interesting. And, you know, I think we're feeling the pressure because we're seniors and everything, but we're also really excited because we have so many fun events coming up. Um, For example, we're both a part of a freshman orientation. So we're doing that on Monday and then Tuesday is our first day of school, first day of senior year. So the last first day ever, which is so exciting. And then we also have senior sunrise that day. So we have to wake up super early. I think like 6.30 they said, but that means we have to wake up at like five, six to get there. Yeah, probably like five. (laughs) (laughs) Five if you want to like get ready, you know, and that's what I'll be doing on the first day of school because at our school, it's so weird. They make you take um, pictures the first day of school. Yeah, but the thing is with seniors, the good thing is um, we get to like send in our own pictures for senior year. Mm-hmm. So this time, like our picture day is just for our ASB card. So it's mm-hmm. not like this is going into our yearbook or anything because you can like, for send sure. Picture. Exactly. So that's like the nice thing about it because I, I always hate my school picture every single year. <laughs> I know, me too. And then some people are doing like, um, I have a friend and she's um, doing a joke senior photo and lots of people do that at our school. It's a tradition. Um, I'm not doing one because I, I have to find an outfit and I don't have one right now, but she's going as Al Woods and I just think it's so funny and cute and um lots of people are doing that but all I was trying to say was you know everyone puts in a lot of effort to look nice on the first day of school and so for me I always wake up super early to get ready even if it's not anything at all you know I mean I don't have like an extensive hair routine or a face routine or anything like that I think I'm pretty simple so even though it's not extensive I still wake up really early and the fact that we have to wake up even earlier for senior sunrise I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do it yeah, I already had like a hard enough time waking up at eight because these past two weeks I've been waking up every day at 7.30 in the morning and that's like already hard enough, but then to like wake up at six every morning, I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> I've been practicing and it is really hard. Um, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm a snooze in kind of girl. So as soon as I hear the alarm, I'm like snooze. And that's a really, really bad habit. Like I know I have to break the habit before I go to college because I do not want to be a nuisance to my roommate, you know, because my mom was telling that to me. She was like, if you go to college and your alarm keeps ringing like that, your your roommate's going to hate you. (laughs) Um, My sister and I, we don't share a room, but our rooms are right next to each other. So and I am the type of person that like sleeps through their alarms. Like I don't even have to hit snooze. I have to hear it. And so my sister can hear it and she gets so mad. She's like, your alarm's been going off. I can hear it. Like why don't you wake up? Like turn it off. And I was like, oh, I, I'm just like a really deep sleeper. So like I always, I don't hear my alarm most of the time, but 
Um, I'm getting used to it and trying to wake up as early as I can, but it's just been so hard because this whole summer I've just been waking up so late all the time. Yeah, I mean, I I think I naturally biologically can wake up without with very much ease, like at 8 a.m. I think that's like a good time for me, like maybe even 7.30, like I think biologically, have you heard of that? Like biological time waking up, like your, your, your body saying this is the correct time. Yeah. Like your body just knows when to. Yeah. That's the time I usually like to wake up eight o'clock like on the weekends. I can't sleep in really. So eight o'clock is good, but it is so hard on school days, especially like when you start getting into the thick of it, like, oh my God, I just said something really, I, I said the backyard again, but that's not what I meant. I just meant like, you know, when you get into the thick of school, it's really hard. Um, speaking, speaking of school, like, um, I, we were planning, uh, the whole like school, like first, basically first semester for journalism. And I was thinking about it in my head and I was like, this is going to go by so quickly. It is like, I don't know what it is about like first semester, but first semester for me always goes by so fast. And then like the beginning of second semester just feels so long, but then it just goes by so fast. But I feel like since this is our first time in person, like full time in a year and a half and it's our last year, it's going to be like over before we know it. I, I'm just like freaking out because I'm like, it's going to go by so fast and Ah, uh, it's just, it's just crazy to me. It's it's really crazy to me. And like the things that the fact that like this application is going to be due this time, and this is when we're going to hear back from this place, and this is when this event is happening. And like to put in perspective, our homecoming this year is so late. It's October thirtieth. Just to let you guys know. Um. Oh, and, and fun fun teaser. Next week is our homecoming episode, so you guys can hear that. Um. Just just a little tease. Um. But anyways. Um, our homecoming this year is October 30th and then Halloween's the next day but be the day before that was like you know the big homecoming football game that everyone goes to I mean I think Duani and I used to like skip out on every single football game except the homecoming one so we're definitely going to go to that one and we're definitely going to homecoming and you know we always spend Halloween together so we're going to be so busy that entire weekend and on top of that we have like so much stuff for school that week and spirit week and I just can't I don't know I just can't imagine I just think my life is just going to be so busy Mm -hmm. I feel like senior year we have lots of like activities and lots of things happening and like Hannah was saying um during our homecoming week which by the way homecoming for like I feel like for other schools typically it's always in September or like the first week of October like ours is in the end which makes no sense but anyways um we have that like Hannah said the football game before that and then Halloween and then I think at our school they're trying to make it like senior ditch day which um (laughs) I always thought senior ditch day was like in June or something like that towards the end of the year but I guess not um it's November 1st so hopefully that happens that'll be fun because um I watched enough high school movies to like want to have a senior ditch day so hopefully we get to have that um and I just feel like every month there's so many activities for us like like I said again because we're seniors there's just so much to do and I feel like time is just going to go by so fast like I'm just looking forward to everything and like before we know it it's already going to be October and then it's going to be December and then we're going to be graduating and that's kind of scary but Oh. I know. And even though it's going by, like, I think it's going to go by so fast. Like, I know it's going to go by so fast. I still want to, like, enjoy everything. Like, 
I know that I'm like really nervous for certain stuff. Like, of course, like I have so many nerve wracking things coming up with college and everything like that. And I, I'm sure Duani does too. Right. But I just really want to enjoy everything still. Like I, I know it's a really stressful time for everybody, but I still don't, I don't want to like lose. I don't want to get like, you know, I don't know how to say it. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm still like living in the moment, not to be cheesy. I don't know. Just, you know, taking that time and being like, okay, this is happening right now. Like, because I think a lot of times it's easy to like show up to all these things and do all this stuff and feel like you're not even there at all. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, it's just, it like, it passes you by. Like, I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but like, you're just standing there and everything's just like passing you by. And before you know it, like it's already over. I know. Like, I, I really don't know how to explain that feeling. It's kind of like you're there, but you're, but you're not there. Like physically you are there, but like mentally and emotionally, you just cannot believe that you're there and like all this stuff. And it goes by so fast. And I don't know. I, I just, I really, I just really want to enjoy it myself and have a good senior year. Like, I know it's gonna be stressful. Like, honestly, like in two months, you're probably gonna hear me and Duane complain about school <laughs> and all this stuff. But for right now, we're staying pretty optimistic and we're really excited about it. And I don't know, I'm just really excited about it. But, you know, before school starts, I think since it is a catch-up episode I mean since it's our catch-up episode we're basically allowed to talk about whatever we want to there's no topic so we basically this is like you know in the beginning of our episodes where we always do ramble like this is our like full-length ramble episode so we've been, we get to talk about whatever we want to but back to summer um just you know just talk about summer because we did promise we would talk about that um Duwani, what did you do all summer just tell me okay so um let's see where did I go okay so we didn't like really travel travel by airplane or anything like that because you know still COVID and there's a lot of cases but we went like a lot of weekends we went to Venachi and there's this um park there I think it's called Lincoln State Park or something like that it's this really nice place it's like this really nice beach and this lake and sometimes we took our kayaks um and sometimes we just like went there to swim and whatever so we spent a lot of weekends there um we went to Oregon and then we went to like Fort Townsend we went to like Orcas Island and Friday Harbor um so we did a lot of that so that was like the traveling part I guess and then um majority of the time I also spent on like college and um I have my next SAT coming up in October so I've been studying for that um and then uh in the month of August I was babysitting I mean I still am babysitting but um, I'm babysitting so because of that like that got me in the habit of waking up early because I have to be there by like 8 45 so I get up at like 7 30 ish so um there's that and then um what else oh and I think like this summer like starting from like May or something I really got back into like my book reading habit because Mm -hmm. when I was younger I used to read books all the time and I used to beg my mom to take me to the library on the weekends um and then like I don't know what happened I think 
it was like seventh grade, we all got our phones and then like reading was kind of considered stupid. And I fell into like that trap of like, oh no, it's reading, that's embarrassing, that's so dumb. And then we got into high school and then I just felt like I had no time to read, which is probably not true. I was just on my phone probably all the time. But then I feel like with COVID and stuff, I got to read a lot more. So this summer I have just been like reading, reading, reading. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Hannah and I got to hang out once and then we saw each other at school a couple times for um, events and things that we had to be there for. Um, I saw a couple of my other friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, what else did I do? Well, that's a lot. Huh? I said, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> and then I hung out with my cousins too, like almost every weekend. And um, I think like in June or no like early July they got like two huskies and they're so cute and so um we used to go over there and we play with them uh, and I think that's pretty much like the gist of it I'll probably have like some other stuff um like if Hannah says something and then yeah. something but um what about you how was your summer so as you guys know I spent this entire summer well first of all I want to say that my family did not travel this summer which is very unusual we usually love to travel and go places but we've just been so busy like our family just in general and you know with family stuff that probably doesn't belong podcast on so we've just been so busy and so we haven't really been traveling that much so I've definitely been so jealous of Duani when seeing her pictures I'm like oh that looks so nice um but yeah we have not been traveling so that's that first thing the second thing is I've been so busy I, I keep saying that but I was so stressed out about my ACT and I'm sure you guys heard all about that like for the beginning of the summer. And so I took one in June and I did okay. And then I took one in July and I did way better. And if you haven't heard our ACT slash SAT episode, I would highly recommend you watch that. I mean, listen to that because um, we gave some really good advice there and we actually scored really high, both of us. So, you know, you should check that out if you want to have some good tips. Um, But I'm so excited that you're taking the SAT again, Duani. I mean, I mean, not that it's exciting, but like that sounds fun. Uh, Not that it's fun. Okay. Not that it's exciting or fun. I'm just like glad that you have another opportunity to take it. And I'm glad that you're studying for it. And yeah, I mean, that's good. Um, And then to the reading thing, um, I've always been a reader. Um, It's always been something I love doing. Like I started reading when I was little, as Duani said, and I would go to library every single day in the summertime, basically, and just read and read and read and read. Like every single middle grade book you can think of that has a very cheesy tagline tagline and a 2000s cover, I've probably read it. (laughs) I've read everything. Um, And then in middle school, I was a huge dystopian fan. I read every single dystopian book. And I also really liked in middle school the To All the Boys Love before series and that was my absolute favorite I think Duani knows this because I used to talk about it all the time when I was in eighth grade and I loved it so much and I always read um and high school had a bit of a drought though like the beginning of high school um not because like I hated reading I think I read a couple books a year it's just I slowed down but this year I made it a goal to put bring back the reading and bring it back because I think one of the most fundamental parts of me is reading. I really love to read and write and it's one of my passions and I just love it so much. And also I feel like the only way you can become a better reader is to read and read and read and read. Like I know a lot of people attribute um, success in reading to like, oh, you have to read classics or something like that. But let me tell you, I barely read classics. I love to read romance and I do pretty great in reading. So, you know, 
anything you can, I would read. Um, oh, and then for example, I just finished a book yesterday and it was called uh, One Day in December by Josie Silver. And I have some thoughts, man. Like that that book was interesting. I, I don't want to spoil it, but Duani, you should definitely check it out and let me know what you think about it because it's definitely very, very interesting. Um, and then other than that, I dog sat. So instead of taking care of a real human like Duani, I dog sat, took care of a dog. And he was the most adorable dog. He was so fluffy and cute. He was a mini Aussie doodle. Um, and if you know anything about Australian shepherds, they are high, high in energy. Like, and he, so he would either be like playing all the time or just like droopy on the couch. Like he had no in between. He had what um, is called like zoomies for dogs. Have you heard of those? Zoomies for dogs? Like, you know, zoomies, like, have you heard of that? The store zoomies? No, like dogs having zoomies, quote unquote zoomies. Have you heard of that? No, I have no idea what that is. So basically it's like when dogs have a really big burst of energy and they start like running, like they start just like running around in circles and like scratching things up and just like going crazy. Like, I don't know. Have you ever seen someone go just absolutely insane? Like just run across the room. Like, I don't know how to describe it. You know what? After this recording, I want you to search up on YouTube, like, dog and then zoomies and then you'll see exactly what I mean it is crazy like I've never seen anything like that it's just a dog going completely insane okay I will definitely look that up (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we took care of the dog for a couple weeks um but it was not like human babysitting which I've also done before do you have any stories from babysitting Duani like is there anything interesting that happens or is it pretty just normal um it's just it's pretty normal um I think this one person that I babysat for two days, they were like, um, I forget how old, like eight and six, I think. And they both like really love My Little Pony. So like <laughs> I had like a whole revisit to My Little Pony and we're watching that for like such a long time. Um, and then the current kid that I babysit, um, I, I go from like 8.45 to like three-ish sometimes, sometimes like longer than that depending on how long they need it so I spent like a long time there and he's almost five and he has like so much energy like I don't get and like I I don't think of myself as like extremely like lazy person but like I'm not running around like eight hours a day but like he just cannot like sit still for five minutes and so like I feel like I'm always so tired after I come back home and I'm just like chasing him around all day but other than that it's like pretty normal it might be kind of weird, but I've actually watched every season and episode of My Little Pony because my sister used to really love that show. Actually, she still likes it. I mean, she's like 13, but she still likes it, I guess, because it brings back like memories. I don't know if you've ever had those shows that you just kind of, they're for little kids, but you like them anyways. So I've actually seen like every single episode of My Little Pony. And to be honest, like, it's not even that bad. It's not that bad. It's just, I just had like a whole revisit to my childhood. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, um, we didn't, I didn't watch that kind of My Little Pony when I was little. I watched like the more like not nicely animated kind of like, um, have you seen like the really old My Little Pony? Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind. I used to watch that all the time. And I don't know why I used to like that. I also used to watch like Arthur all the time. Arthur was my absolute favorite TV show. I still like Arthur. I still think it's cool. Like, 
I still really like that show. But back to My Little Pony, my sister really liked that show. So we like watched every single episode of that show. I could tell you about every single character, basically. It's really, really embarrassing. Um, but like, I used to think I was like, oh, this is like a really dumb TV show, right? But it's actually kind of like, for little kids, it's actually kind of low-key scary and like weird. Like there were some, like, I don't know if you've got to like certain episodes, but some episodes I'm like, I don't know why this is for kids. Cause it's like really scary, some of it. No, I don't remember much of it, but I know my cousin used to like it a couple years ago. So we used to watch. And then the two days that I did babysit those two girls, we were watching a lot of it. Like they literally wake up at like eight and then they like just start My Little Pony and just like sit there for like four hours. <laughs> for real? Yeah. There's no breaks? Just My Little Pony all day long? Yeah. And then like they'll either be like drawing and stuff, but then the drawing is of the my little pony she's <laughs> that like all the time and the little girl the six-year-old she has so many sets of my little pony pajamas it's like insane like they're obsessed with my little pony wow wow I, I i think the thing that was really funny to me when you said was they're watching my little pony but if they're not watching my little pony they're doing something my little pony related i think that's i think that's that's really funny um I'm trying to think like because you're talking about babysitting and I used to work at a preschool for like four years and I'm trying to think of like the funniest thing people have said like little kids because little kids say the funniest things like they say the most ridiculous stuff all the time and oh I remember one some this one time I had this little kid and you know he's really nice he's really sweet little boy and he, one day he came up to me and he was like do you know what I want to be when I grow up and I was like no what do you want to be and he was like I'm going to be a real estate agent and <laughs> And then he was like, I'm going to give half my money to my mom, half my money to my dad, and half the money to you. And I was like, why are you giving money to me? And he was like, I don't know. And so it was so weird and so funny. And I had this other kid talk about like Slender Man. And it's just crazy. Like working with little kids is either like really adorable or just really strange because kids have zero filter. They don't. They just, like, say anything and everything that comes to their mind. And, like, half the time, it's just, like, some crazy, really crazy things. Have you ever had, like, a little kid insult you before? Because I've had, because little, since little kids have no filter, like, I've definitely had, like, some pimples on my face or something. And a little kid will come up to me and be like, oh, do you have bug bites on your face? And I'm like, that is so rude. Like, I... I like always promise myself I'm like okay if I ever have kids I want to teach kid my kids not to be rude to other people like don't say certain things like that but I feel like it's really hard to control that you know like because they have zero filter and it's not like they know that they're being rude to you or anything like that but I don't know yeah I don't I don't think I have any experience like that that I can like remember I just know like sometimes they just just blurt out anything and everything that comes to their mind and I feel like they haven't been like taught. I mean, obviously they're like kids. They haven't been taught like the think before you speak rather than just speak whatever you think. Like, but little kids are funny, and and I love little kids. But I just feel like after babysitting for so long and for so many hours, I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, I really cannot have kids of my own. Like, I I would go insane if I had to do this 365 days a year. Like. I can barely do this for six hours a day. How am I supposed to do this <laughs> for like 24 hours? Like, it's just, it's so crazy. Cause I was just looking at the kid and I was like, he's so cute. And like, I really love him. He's like really nice and adorable, but like, I just could not do it. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it either. Like, 
I think I could be like a mom to like a teenager. I feel like that's fine because they can actually use their words and talk and communicate and be a real, I don't want to say real human being because little kids are real human beings too. But do you know what I mean? Like they can communicate with you and hold conversations. Because I was was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I really don't want to have kids. Like I just cannot do this. I don't think I can do this. Then I was like, you know, maybe in like my late 30s, early 40s, like I could adopt like a preteen or like a teen. So I don't have to go through like the baby years of like no sleep and training them and teaching them like all that kind of stuff. Um, it would just be like much easier. I don't, I don't think it'd be easier. It could, like it's adoption, but like it'd just be like a lot better, I guess, for me personally. So I have like a preteen or like a teenager rather than having like a whole baby. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just for because for all my life, like I think just growing up, especially because Duani and I grew up in the very like early 2000s, um, it was like still pushed upon a lot of like girls that like, oh, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a mommy? Do you want to be a mom? Oh, like, do you want to play with baby dolls? Do you want to play with princess stuff? You know, just the basic stereotypes like, oh, are you going to be a mom when you grow up? Oh, when you're a mom, this and that. Like, oh, when you become a mother, when you're a mom, like all this stuff. Like, I don't know if you ever heard that growing up, but I heard a lot of that. I was like a little girl, maybe like in fifth or sixth grade. And some like old lady asked me how many kids I want. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like 12. I really can't tell you how many kids I want. Yeah. And then people would be like, oh, like how many kids do you want? What do you want to name your kids? Are you like when you become a mother? It's not even like, do you want to be a mom? Right. It's like when you become a mom, which is like my hugest, my big problem now that I'm like 17, almost 18. I'm like, well, what if I don't want to become a mother? Like, what if I just am not, I don't want to be a mom? Like, I'm not saying like that outright. Like, I don't know what the future holds for me. And like, I'm okay with that right now, thinking about that. Right. But like, just, just in general, the fact that it's always pushed upon young girls that they have to become a mother, like, they must be a mom. You're going to be a mom. You're going to have this many children and blah 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 I think that's just so like toxic I guess because it's like I don't know it's not like oh I mean I guess I guess it's like I've got told both like I've been like oh what do you want to be when you grow up but it's also subsided with like when are you gonna be a mom and it's like I'm not even married I'm not even in a relationship like not that you have to be married to have a kid but I'm not even in a relationship like a stable relationship I'm not even above the age of 18 you know like I am I am uh, like I'm a very young woman, right? So it's, I think it's so weird that people ask me that kind of stuff or like assume that about girls, you know? Yeah, because like, I mean, I feel like we're past the era of time when like women are forced to have children and women are expected to have children and be um, housewives and whatever. Like, what if I don't want to have children? Like, that doesn't make me any less of a woman or like, I don't know. Like, I just, why is that like so much? And then, also, I feel like, because I've seen this in America more often, like, oh, I can't wait for you. I can't wait to be a grandmother. And I'm just like, um, my mom has never said that to me, but I've heard like a lot of parents say that, like, oh, I can't wait to be a grandmother. And I'm just like, what if like your child doesn't want kids? Like, I don't know. But I just feel like we should not expect women to have children because I definitely, like for a couple years, have known that I don't want children. But like, maybe I would, but like, I just don't like expect that of a person. Like if they want to have kids, they'll have kids. If they don't, they won't like. 
for the longest time now, I've been thinking about it for the past year. And I'm like, do I want to have kids in the future? Or is it just everybody else telling me that I should be having them in the future? Does that make sense? Like, just because I've grown up so much thinking that like, oh, I'm going to have children because everybody around me says that I'm going to have children. Does that mean that I want children? Or is it just because everybody else around me said that I had to do it growing up? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that like there's people toxic in my family who's saying that. I'm just saying in general, like growing up, hearing all this stuff, like, I don't know. I I think it's just so wild. And then back to the thing where people are like, I can't wait to be a grandmother. I hear that so much at weddings. Like people are like, I cannot wait for you two to have children. You're going to have the most beautiful babies. I think it's so weird that we like put that upon people. I, I don't know. I just think that's so, so weird. It's way too weird. Like, I don't know. I just, I like, don't expect them to have children. Like if they don't want to. And yeah, I mean, like that's, that's that and um the thing that you said about like is like other people making you feel like you want to have children I feel like some people are like oh well you have to have children it's like it's the greatest miracle or it's something that every woman should experience once in their life like why I don't want to experience that and like the idea of giving birth and pushing a child out of my Oh, I just, I can't, like, that. the thought of that just, like, grosses me out so much, and, like, I just, I don't want to do that, um, but, yeah. yeah, like, and it's also, like, the, okay, I go through, like, these very random spots, like, periods of my life where, like, I feel baby fever, but then, like, it goes away in, like, yeah. a couple of days, and I'm, like, if this is what happens when I want to have a child, like, that would be very bad, like, have children, if you 100% want to have children, don't have children if you're doubting it because that's going to be really bad for the children. Like they want, yeah, like sure. you want to have, you want to be the type of parents that are always going to be there and support them, right? Because it's not very good to not be <laughs> present in your child's life. So have kids if you really want to, not yeah. if you're like doubting yourself because that'd be not good. And we're not shaming people who like are our age and know that they want to have kids. Like, that's fine. We're just saying for us, I think it's so weird that people have pushed that upon us. And I think that's so weird. And, you know, it's okay because like, I think everybody goes through phases where like, I want children. I don't want children. It doesn't matter whether you're a girl or a boy. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I think everyone has those phases. And like, all I can say is that if you want to, you should. And when you're ready to make that decision, you should make that decision. But don't push that upon young people because it's not their like, they should be thinking about other things like career, like what do they want to do with their lives? Not how many children they're going to have or if they even want that. I just, I just think that's so weird. And then speaking about children, this is such a weird side topic, but I was thinking about it and I was like, because we were talking about books earlier, one of my least favorite tropes is the pregnancy trope in a book, like where the person, the guy and the girl or whatever in the book, the main characters get pregnant. And that's like the plot of the book. I hate that in books. I really don't like the pregnancy trope. Oh, no. Um, I hate that. Like, I just don't like it. And I, I like this author. I mean, I've read like two books of her and like one book I really really loves as like Colleen Hoover and like mm. all her books have pregnancies in them and I'm just like why why is that like <laughs> without the pregnancy part it would be a whole lot better but like there's always something to do with pregnancies and I just I don't like that and also again this is like off track but I don't know what was going through my head last night but I was like up at 2 a.m and I couldn't sleep and this is gonna sound so weird but I was having this random scenario and I was like oh I'm going out with this guy and 
after our first date, I find out that he has like two kids, <laughs> like 17. And then I was like, what would my reaction be? And then, like, I was playing that out and I was like, I sound so stupid right now. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my head, but I was just like, what would my reaction be if like I went out with a 17 year old and after our date, he was like, well, guess what? I have two children. <laughs> And not even with the same mom, but like two different um, baby mamas. And I was like, what? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not ready to be a mother at 17. Like, see, I don't, I don't know what goes through my head. Like, I just play out random scenarios. But um, I think I read so many books and watch so many movies that like before I go to bed, I have to have a random scenario. Like, I need a stranger on a bus or I'm going on a hot air balloon. And, or I'm on a train and I'm the mysterious girl. Like I have to have a scenario before I go to bed. And I don't know if that's normal or if it's just me. Do you do, you do that? Or is it just yes, me? Yes, I do that. Yeah. Like sometimes I insert myself into books or into movies. <laughs> where I think there's some like romantic scenario or something or some like crazy thing or something like that. But like, I always have to think of something before I go to sleep. Like what is it that I want to be in today? Like who am I mm-hmm. today? For sure, for sure, for sure. And then back to the book tropes thing. Uh, I'm just gonna read like the list off the top, like a list I have in my head. And I just want to like ask you, like whether, whether you like these tropes or not, because I know these are really popular, and I just think it's funny. So the first one I thought about was like love triangle. Do you like the love triangle trope or no? Um, it depends. I kind of like don't like it. It's like unnecessary mm-hmm. drama, and like it's only good sometimes. It's not like always good. Yeah, I also don't. I. I I just kind of like it kind of rubs me like the wrong way sometimes I'm just kind of like eh, it's kind of gross like why can't you choose between one person or the other like why does it have to draw out so long I, I think I especially don't like it if it's like a one love triangle and like one book like I, okay how, how do I so like let's say person a has trouble choosing between person b and c in the same book I only like it if it's like book one person a clearly likes person b and does not like person c and then book two maybe they start to have feelings for person c does that make sense like I don't like it when it's like all in one time mm-hmm. that book reminds me like or that that trope like the first one reminds me of like the selection series mm-hmm. where like the guy that she um used to date in like her hometown or whatever then becomes like a guard aspen or whatever his name is and then she like can't choose or that i I just i'm not a big fan of love triangles Mm, for sure um another one i thought of which is super weird was like secret billionaire or like billionaire love love thing like have you ever read those billionaire books where it's like oh he's the ceo of this company and he's so rich and hot and he's a billionaire what about that do you like that trope or no not really because mm-hmm. most of the time the girl is like always the personal assistant or something. <laughs> for sure yeah I, I think and then it makes it seem like the girl is like some sort of like gold digger like she's like I hope I'm only your assistant and I just I think it's kind of weird too I think that's kind of weird or like the subplot to the to the secret billionaire is like the mafia <laughs> um not gonna lie I've read quite a bit of mafia books on um (laughs) I I am not like a fan of that like if you think about it in real life like they're just gonna kill you like you really think that you're gonna fall in love with like a secret mafia man and like you're gonna follow him around and like live this like secret billionaire mafia wife life like 
<laughs> I'm not a big fan of that. Although I did read quite a few books on that. Not a big fan of that either. I also think I don't like the mafia and the billionaire one because I feel like the men in those books have so much power and they're like really aggressive and they're kind of misogynistic, you know, they're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm rich and I'm hot and you all have to bow down to me. And I really don't like that for some reason. It gives me like icky feelings. Like I feel like a relationship should be like egalitarian, not like I am the boss, like I'm domineering. I think that's super weird. And I just don't like that. I think it's like a weird power thing, the imbalance that I don't like. And it's kind of really weird um another one oh this one i love um friends to lovers trope i love that that one's a really cute trope i love friends to lovers i think that i i think it's just so sweet like it's like oh we were friends and now we're lovers oh i just think it's i think that's cute i really like that one and i have so many books I like um there's like books I've read that have friends to lovers and I love it so much like for example people we meet on vacation is friends to lovers and I I absolutely love that book so I really like that um another trope is enemies to lovers do you like enemies to lovers yes I love that book I mean I love that trope only if it's like nicely written because like mm. other times like it's just really bad and there's like no chemistry and it's like where was the enemies to love lovers or most or sometimes like there were like never enemies. There was just always like miscommunication or something weird happening. But like the real enemies to lovers, I love that true. Okay, so as you're saying, you said there's like two types, right? So like there's like the actual hate, like I hate you. And then there's a the kind of just like, oh, we had a miscommunication. Which one do you like more? The I hate you? Yeah, like the I hate you, not like the <laughs> miscommunication one. Or, or sometimes, sometimes it's cute where like, where something happened and like both of them got like the wrong interpretation and then that's what caused them to like hate each other and then they soon find out like oh wait that's not really what happened and we just like hated each other for no reason like sometimes that's cute but then the other times it's like not enemies it's just like I don't know what it is but like it's not a real enemies to lovers book like it shouldn't be classified as that and like other times they're not even enemies like I don't know what they are they're just like acquaintances but they're not like enemies I think a good example for the fake enemies marketed as enemies to lovers, but isn't really enemies to lovers is what's that book we read? It's called the X talk. Oh my God, that that's not enemies. I, I fully full chestedly believe that's not enemies to lovers. Like she just doesn't like the main, okay. The main character girl doesn't like the main character boy because she's like jealous of him. That's it. Like she does, she just, and it's, and then like two seconds after they meet, all of a sudden, like when they were like partners, she's like, oh, I like him now. So it's like really weird. I don't think that's enemies to lovers. I think a good example of like, um, maybe they never hated each other at all is like the hating game. I feel like they didn't really actually hate each other. They just had a lot of sexual tension. So I think that, I think that's it. But like the real like enemies to lovers, I hate you. That stuff, the tension, oh my goodness. Like that is, that's some intense stuff yeah that that is like I love that trope but like when it's advertised as fake enemies to lovers then like that's not that interesting like I like the real ones with like the real hatred mm. and then like not like the fake ones where it's not enemies to lovers like I don't know what it is but it's definitely not <laughs> enemies what about um the love trope where it's like they have a ton of miscommunications like always like it's like kind of like right person wrong time do you like that one or no not really. I just feel like it gets kind of annoying after a certain time, like after reading it. It's like, why can't they just like, figure it out? Like, what is with these miscommunications? Like, I'm not that big of a fan of that. Mm. 
I don't like it either. I just think it's like the only book I've ever read that I liked that was was Love Rosie. Every other book like that I've absolutely hated because I I detest it. It's just so like it's like if you guys would just sit down and have an actual conversation, all of this would be fixed. Like even if you just texted each other or had a phone call, like none of this would be happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you get like so pissed because the main character is like always making such bad decisions and then you just get like so annoyed at a point and you're like you know what I don't want to read this anymore because like the main character is just so dumb um he or she can't even like make good choices and like it just gets kind of boring at a certain point and like you said kind of with like the ex talk she just kept like I don't know what she kept doing but it just it got annoying and mm-hmm. I hated the main character but like things like that don't make it like really fun what about forbidden love that's like that's that's a really I, I like that trope but like depending on what it is not like if it's like the mafia or like some gang yeah. thing or um, something like that um, that is not fun but like I feel like it's an okay trope it's not bad but it's not like good for me what about um what about like best friend's brother or best friend's sister <laughs> like that trope <laughs> those books are always the funniest but um <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that could be reasonable like if you have an older brother or a sister or whatever and they have like cute friends and you're hanging around I feel like friends. like it's I okay feel like, I feel like I like the idea but every single book that I've read like that sucks like absolutely like it's so trash like the writing style for those kind of books are so Wattpad like it's like oh I've always noticed you in your green eyes it's just so disgusting I I mean, and it's not that I don't like the trope it's just I, would you agree with me like every single book I've read like that it's just bad they have very bad execution and mm. it reminds me of like the series that I read this summer by Penelope Douglas and it's called like the Devil's Night series and the very first one was um like kind of forbidden love but like also my friend's brother kind of type thing and it was just so bad like don't even get me started on that series. Like people hyped it up so much because I was on like book talk on TikTok and they're like, it's so good. It's so good. Personally, I didn't find it good. And it was very creepy and like dark romance and like stuff that I don't enjoy. But she was like 14 and he was like 19. And I was like, what is this? What is this? And he was like attracted to her and like talking about her body. And then- <sighs> like that forbidden love kind of thing like I don't really like that kind of thing like forbidden love has to be like forbidden like when I say forbidden love I don't mean illegal love (laughs) I think don't think it that way like illegal love is disgusting when I mean forbidden love I mean like Romeo and Juliet like cannot date each other like there is a reason why they can't date each other and it's not age like please I don't like the age thing I don't like it at all that I think that because that's just illegal now yeah like not that kind of forbidden love but like the actual forbidden type and like yeah. um not like that kind of best friend's brother type thing like it has to be a good one and I and I don't think I've read many good best friend brother type books like what about- all educated very badly I don't know okay last one I think about I've thought about because I have thought about so many and I think this is the last one I can think of that I've read before what about like soulmates like where they find each other and then the whole rest of the book is just them being in love I think it's cute I think I think that's cute like it's not it's not like one of my top favorites but it's a really cute trope I always just like the slow burn or like yeah like the whole book is just like 
romancy stuff. I don't really enjoy that as much. Like I love the tension, the slow burn. Oh yeah. That stuff. That that's what makes me like really want to read it. But yeah. it's like, not a bad trope. Yeah, for sure. Or like I think um insta love or like soulmate love, I think can be really either really sweet or just really bad. Like I think I'm in the middle. Like I I like slow burn and I like soulmate, but I like it in the middle. Like we have a little bit of slow burn, we have a little bit of cuteness and it's like contemporary. That's my jam because I don't like dark romance because it gives me bad vibes. Like the thing where I was talking about with the mafia and the billionaire kind of thing, I don't like that. So like that's kind of like what dark romance gives me. So I, I try to avoid that. And then for okay, for example, like as an example of like soulmate love, like Twilight. I, I think that's an example of like a bad kind. Like they're they like they once they find each other, like I'm unequivocally in love with Edward. Like I I don't like that. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. But if it was like oh we like each other and we spend the entire book being cute, I think that's okay. But like the whole like if it's like kind of like Twilight, then no, absolutely not. Don't even like get me started on Twilight. I like genuinely do not understand why people actually like those movies. Like I wasted ten hours watching <laughs> utter crap. And like her being so obsessed, like after like five days of meeting him, like it, like not that kind of love, not that I despise that kind of books, but the other kind where they're just being like cute all the time, that's like cute, but like um, it's not like one of my favorite tropes. I think the favorite ones would be like friends to lovers or like enemies. I think my favorite is yeah, probably friends to lovers or enemies to lovers um yeah same but I think I like friends to lovers more than enemies to lovers now which is shocking because I used to love enemies to lovers I don't know why um but what like just to talk about summer again like what was your favorite book that you read this summer oh okay um let me pull up my (laughs) goodreads but do you know what your favorite book was over the summer I I've talked about it so much so everyone probably already knows but people we meet on vacation was definitely my favorite Mm-hmm. oh um I have yet to read that book I'm reading a book right now but after that that is next on my list um but um the other book by her Beach Read was also really really cute I really like that book I, like um, I read Verity by Colleen Hoover and like that one um like recently I've been into like psychological thrillers like literally the last three books and the Verity one that I've read have all been like thrillers mm-hmm. or like considered psychological thrillers and like I really like this kind of books and mm. that one was like that one was I don't know I loved how it like messed with my mind and it was such a good book and like the ending still has me like shook and like still questioning everything that I just read um mm. but that was like a really good book and then um yeah I think that was probably like my favorite book and then the other one I read was or I'm currently reading was um Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow and if you don't know who that is that's like Woody Allen's son but um oh. He basically like wrote it's an investigative journalism book, so it's nonfiction. It's just about um how he exposed Harvey Weinstein and like sexual abuse and stuff that goes on, like the higher ups and stuff like that. So that was like a really good book and very insightful. So I think those were my favorite ones. But that's so good. Um, and then to close off this like summer talk um kind of episode, kind of ramble episode, I just want to ask Dwani, um, what are you like most looking forward to in the fall? So that when we go back and do our fall catch-up episode, we can talk about if it actually happened or what we felt about that moment. Like, what are you most looking forward to? I am just like so excited for like around Halloween time. I just like love that because and I feel like this year it's gonna be a lot better than it was last year because last year was nothing, <laughs> but like um 
I really want to go to like the corn mazes and like the haunted mm. house. I want to yeah. go to the fair, like the Washington State Fair. Yeah, I let's go. go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. We have to go. Like I've been yeah. wanting to go, and I haven't been in like three, four years. So like it's like on the top of my list to go. Yeah. And I think it's like, um, I think it's like open like the first two, three weeks of September. So um, if you want to come with me, you should. I really yeah. Do. Let me know. I mean, I'd love to go with you. Um, that sounds fun. Something I'm excited for for the fall. I guess just like fall in general. Like I just love the fall. I just I think autumn is like my favorite season. Like fall is my favorite season. So I'm just looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, it's been fun catching up, catching you guys up on everything about Duani and I. We mostly spent talking about books and babysitting, but you know, I think that's still fun. It's still a rambleless episode. Um, we will probably come up with another um one of these episodes because I think we're going to make it a series now where we just kind of catch you guys up every couple of months so I think the next time we're going to do this is the end of fall so we'll you know do it then but next week is our very special homecoming episode so if you need advice about homecoming want to know homecoming essentials want to hear some funny homecoming stories from Duane and I because we have a couple um then yeah you should definitely stick around because we have the best homecoming advice um I knew Duane and I both had pretty um different like homecoming experiences we had homecoming experiences we have lots of advice like um I was talking to somebody the other day um about like different things you should not do and do during homecoming and there's just so many things to do and I know a lot of you guys are freshmen or going to your first homecoming so anyway we can help with that is good but that's next week's episode so make sure you go check that out and if you want any sneak peeks or you want to hear um you know previews or you want to answer quizzes or games or fun stuff like that make sure to go follow us on instagram at even little things podcast and we also have a twitter which I try to use sometimes so make sure to go follow that as well yeah we hope you really enjoyed this episode um i know i did um it was really nice recapping our summer and i'm very excited to talk about our fall recap and the stuff that we're going to do um but yeah our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice mistakes confessionals and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today because it's not just you worrying about your little things it's us too we hope you'll join us next time bye 